Welcome to HCS Talks. I am your host, Superintendent Raymond Haynes. This is the Hampton City Schools podcast that we just started at the end of August. If it's important to students, parents, teachers, the community, or anything that has to do with education, we hope to cover it on HCS Talks. The goal is to inform, educate, and entertain you. Today, I'm excited because we get a chance to talk with Miss Joanna Wilson-Jones, who is Sims Middle School 2023 Teacher of the Year, our 2023 HCS Middle School Teacher of the Year, and our 2023 Division-Wide Hampton City Schools Teacher of the Year. So thank you so much, Ms. Wilson-Jones, for being here. Please tell the listening audience a little about yourself. Thank you, Dr. Haynes. Um, I actually grew up in Hampton. I graduated from Bethel um, High School. Um, I went to college not to be a teacher. I actually wanted to do computer engineering. But um, when I took that first class and <laughs> one plus zero wasn't one, it was something else. I I knew that wasn't um, for me right there. So um, I ended up graduating in business and my grandfather was the one who kind of told me, you know, a little bit about being in education because he um, he graduated from the Naval Avionics and then he was a substitute teacher. So he thought that maybe I would be you know, good with that. So I um, went back to school and been teaching um, since then. Um, but other than but outside of teaching um, um, into music, I played the piano, I've been playing the piano for about 30 years without giving away my age. Um, 30, 35 years I've been playing the piano. Um, can you read music or you just play I can it read by... music. I can do both. Okay. Yes, I can I can do both. Used to play for church. Um, can you sing? No, we don't want to do that. I'm just checking. <laughs> no. Uh, no, don't sing. Um, so you play for your church? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, played for my church. Um, and you said you attended Bethel. Did you attend elementary and middle school here as well? I started out at HU when they had that primary, that um, private school. Eight, I don't remember the name of it. It was um, it was a HU school for private school. We used to go went to that, and then I transferred to Barron and then Eaton okay. for middle school. I then graduated from Bethel. A um, true Hamptonian. Yeah. So <laughs> you said your grandfather was Navy avionics mm-hmm. so that's part of some engineering in there as well is that where you get your love and passion yeah, for it? Is was, it in the family yeah he was very hard on me especially when I didn't understand the concept of decimals I used to remember crying at the <laughs> kitchen table and he would stand over me and try to drill into me like decimals is just money it's just money it's just money and actually that's funny because that's what I'm teaching my kids right now the concept <laughs> the same thing that I used to sit and cry about with him I'm actually teaching my students that today so I think about him you know when I'm teaching that lesson because he passed away um about two years ago so sorry to hear that but I (laughs) I know that the impact you're making on our young people is is tremendous so what math do you actually teach um grade eight pre-algebra um that's actually somebody said a long time ago grade eight course three is your baby um for some reason I just the concept and the topics that it's a lot of topics that we have to teach. And I actually enjoy it because it's a challenge. It's a lot for the students, um, especially when the students that I have are normally the students who may have not been successful in math over the years and just to see the growth that they make over just one year. And I tell them your eighth grade year for pre-algebra is your breakthrough year. 
But I also know they make that breakthrough with you because of the relationships and rapport that you have with them as well. So I know that they enjoy being in your class, and I know they get a well-rounded education, not just about mathematics. Mm-hmm. How long have you actually been teaching? Um, what, 15 years since 2008, but I came in as a special educator first. Um, was doing that about six or seven years, and then I went to the principal and said, um, I want to expand and, and, you know, do more. And I think being a special educator kind of helped make that transition because especially having inclusion classes, I was able to, you know, learn about the different, different disabilities, different strategies, not just for students with disabilities, but all students, because I found that it works for all students. And, you know, the power in that is being able to differentiate for yes. all learners when they come into your classroom. Um, so what made you go into teaching? I know you talked about your your, your grand your uncle. Or My grandfather. Grandfather, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Well, he was one. And then just being the IA and just working with the kids. Um, I couldn't teach because, you know, I was an IA. I could only remediate with them. Um, but I actually enjoyed that. And the summer's off were also a perk. And so that was another one, too, that, um, that helped. But um, Other educators in your family? Not direct, like maybe distant, like aunts and uncles, but nobody directly. I think I'm the only one that decided to go into teaching. Um, I think my family says, you know, you must be very special to do what you do because they, they 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 say I couldn't do it, but well, it it certainly <laughs> does take take passion to do it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's evident in the work that you do day in and day out. So, what is your favorite thing about teaching? It has to be my students. They they have me laughing from the moment I come in to the moment I I um, come home. Um, a lot of people say, well, um, how do you get them to to open up to you? It's like the, I, get, I guess it's the mama vibe. A lot of students say, well, you just remind me of my mom or you treat me like my mom. Um, and I get because they feel that connection. They open up. They tell me things that I want to know. Sometimes they tell me things that I didn't ask for, but <laughs> um, um, but I just feel like when you get to that point, they will do anything for you. They will go be up, you know, beyond beyond for you when they feel that you actually care. Because kids can read you from top to bottom. They know when you care. They know when you're just here. They they can feel it. And it's critically important at this stage of development there in these middle school years and them having a connection with an adult mm-hmm. that they know cares about them, I think um, proves to be pretty impactful just for their entire being, aside from mm-hmm. just classroom instruction. So you're looking at those lifelong relationships. When I met with, with your faculty and staff and the other staffs I've met with, I talk about the power mm-hmm. of those relationships and how I remember every one of my teachers. And I know that you'll be one of those teachers people will remember in a very positive light and the impact that you made on them. So, you know, talk about some of the things you've accomplished. I know you were, you were the teacher of the year here, the middle school teacher of the year in Hampton City Schools, overall middle school teacher of the year. One of the things that was very powerful and impressive, mm-hmm. and it still moves us when I say us, the division leadership team, when we watched that video from the convocation and it was announced that you were the teacher of the year. <laughs> the amount of enthusiasm and excitement from this faculty and staff here at Sims Middle School was just quite powerful and impressive. So we could feel the love that yeah. they have for you and the support that they have for you. And, and I know that you you probably felt it as well. I, did. I think the major thing, because like I said, I'm a very shy, quiet person, you know, um, 
So it was kind of a shock, you know, just to be recognized. But um, just to know that I was being, you know, watched is like <laughs> was very, um, um, you know, emotional um, because, like I said, I'm a very quiet person. I come in, I do what I have to do. Um, they're right when everybody said the kids love me. They do. They stay trying to they get in trouble sometimes trying to come back to my class. Um but I think the main thing that I've accomplished is taking those like tier three students, those tier two students, reversing their not having a love for math and having them say, you know what, Miss Wilson Jones, this wasn't really wasn't that bad. Um, and just seeing their growth that they make over the year and having to have that breakthrough, even if they don't, you know, get to where they need to be, just seeing that growth is I think is what I take pride in accomplishing each year. And I think that um that's pretty that's pretty powerful from the standpoint of looking at how you're taking them from one particular area to the next. Mm -hmm. Then by the end of the year, even I'm sure many of them have a love for math just they based do. on <laughs> how you deliver your instruction as well. I know that you're a very humble person and I know that um, you're the type of person that probably does not want the accolades, but Correct. folks recognize you for the work that you do on a regular basis and the impact that you're making with our young people. And we certainly want to celebrate that. Regardless of how humble you are, we're going we're gonna to brag on you ourselves. So any main goals or focuses for the upcoming year? Um, besides my classroom, um, I got my master's degree. And I wanna, my main goal is to finish adding this math specialist endorsement. I just have to take the Algebra 1 endorsement because my um, goal is to be able to work with other teachers, especially coming into the math field and getting them from just delivering content to be able to just to connect with their students and helping to see them bring their students up to a level. Um, that is actually music to my ears, Ms. Wilson-Jones, <laughs> because that actually helps us in our goals to attract, recruit, and retain. So if they connect with you and you're serving, you're serving in that mentoring capacity where you're helping them to perfect their craft and then they have a sense of family and mm -hmm. a colleague they know that they can go to, oftentimes that is a reason why people choose stay. to stay. Mm -hmm. And we want to make certain we continue to recognize and, and give opportunities for folks like you to be in front of new teachers or even folks who are new to Hampton City Schools. What other things do you like to do aside from teaching and connecting with young people? What do you like to do for fun? Well, you say fun. Um, I have four kids, so I don't know how much fun <laughs> there is. I know my babies though, but um, I actually have a four. I have a daughter in college, all the way to a preschooler who's three, and and then in between. So my days are pretty much <laughs> dizzy with um, chasing kids around the house to sending money to my daughter on cash up in college. So that's what <laughs> basically what I do for a living, and. Of course, deal with my husband, too, which is like my fifth, fifth child. But that's basically... Well, you know he's going to hear this, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, he is. <laughs> I can certainly relate to the cash app. I have a daughter in college as well, but you got to span a, span a daughter in college mm -hmm. and a preschooler. Correct. You stay busy. Yes. <laughs> yes. I do want to get back into... I liked reading growing up and writing poems and whatnot, so I do want to get back into that. Actually, you know, taking time for myself because... Um, I, somebody said something to me. They were like, you keep giving and giving to others. When are you going to stop and Do some take time for yourself? yourself. You're using so. both sides of the brain. You got the <laughs> math side and then you got the language arts side where you're talking about mm -hmm. writing and reading as well. That's that's pretty impressive. Um, so how does it feel to be recognized as the division-wide teacher of the year? Um, 
I know as humble as you are, but I just want to know how you feel about being recognized and folks recognizing your talents and what you bring to the table and the tremendous impact you're making on young people. Um, it's still a shock. It still seems like it's surreal. Um, I, it's, it was also an eye opener. I didn't realize that I really did have the level of support, which I do have. I'm seeing it now because I kind of, you know, stayed in myself, my little bubble. But it's it's amazing that um, a lot of people believed in me. A lot of people supported me um, from my family, Dr. Jenkins, the staff here at Sims and just Hampton as a whole, I think. And just seeing the progress, the process and just having such a strong support system has been wonderful. So I thank you guys. Well, we thank you. I know that um, at the next level, we'll determine whether or not we'll meet that standard at the state level. And I'm, I'm not sure if you started the application process yet or not, but looking to support you in that because we feel strongly that, you know, you would be a great representation for the state as well. And I know that will probably give you a little uneasy feeling, but again, <laughs> we're going to recognize what's good and great about you and the impact that you have made in Hampton City Schools. Okay. Anything else you want to share with the listening audience? No, um, I just don't think I really had a chance to say thank you. Um, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I really, truly, truly do appreciate it. It's meant a lot. And Thank you. <laughs> well, we, we thank you for all that you do on a regular basis. So you mentioned that algebra endorsement. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I had to go back to some of that. You mentioned the algebra endorsement. So you're looking to eventually teach algebra as well? or Not teach algebra. I know that's a requirement to be a math specialist that you have to have knowledge from kindergarten, you know, all the way up through to algebra one because I have the the um, degree behind it. Okay. I just have to have that endorsement to put it together. Um, so. That's something that because my son's in seventh grade, he's in algebra one. So I'm telling him when he gets home from school, I need you to teach mom because mom doesn't remember algebra one for right. middle school. Right. <laughs> yes. But, I, you know, I think it would be a natural transition if you're teaching that course three, mm -hmm. which is the pre-algebra. Mm -hmm. Then you're teaching the algebra okay. and what how much more impactful it would be mm -hmm. to, for a young person to have you in sixth or seventh grade in pre-algebra than to get you again in, in eighth grade and the information that they will have will be just as strong as they move on to high school. They will be very strong, ready-to-serve type mm -hmm. math students as they move on to geometry. So yes. that's something you might want to consider. Okay. I think that um, you would serve our young people well in, in both of those capacities and yes, just sir. further stretching yourself in terms of the work and impact that you make. Okay. Anything else you'd like to share with the listening audience? I know you're very quiet and very humble, and you yes, thank sir. us, but we can't thank you enough for what you're doing for our young people. And I know Dr. Jenkins and the Simmons Middle School staff, they're just over the moon in terms of being proud of all your all of your accomplishments and your representation of Hampton City Schools uh, coming out of Sims Middle School. Yes. To Bethel Bruins, I'm sure the yes. Bethel Bruins are proud of that <laughs> Bethel graduate. Uh, coming back here and representing Hampton City Schools as a 2023 Teacher of the Year. Thank you, Ms. Wilson-Jones, for joining us today. And thank you for all of the hard work you do each and every day to support our young people in the core business of teaching and learning. And to our listeners, remember, education is the most powerful weapon you can use to change the world. As one community, one transformation, we will ensure academic excellence for every child, every day, whatever it takes. Until next time.
Listen to learn more about Hampton City Schools. New episodes of HCS Talks drop on Thursdays. Subscribe and listen to HCS Talks. HCS Talks is a Hampton City Schools production.